Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Tuesday, October 4th in the year 2022. In the midst of all this chaos, make sure you're getting all your betting in order. That's so critical because I'm telling you, man, when the, when the world starts to fall apart, you always want to have a good sleep. You don't want to deprive yourself of any of that. So where do you do that? You go to MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. But while you're over there on MyPillow, you got to check out their down comforters, 700 fill. I have one. They're awesome. And since we're starting to head into winter and they're telling us that there's not going to be any heat or energy, who knows? But at least we know that with our MyPillow pillow, the Giza cotton sheets, and your MyPillow Down Comforter 700 fill, you're going to be just fine. And then if you add a MyPillow mattress, you're cruising. I'm telling you, all your preps will be done. You'll be happy. No matter how stressed things are, you just curl up inside that MyPillow package, and you are good to go. So where do you go? You go to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, and you're going to get great discounts, and you're going to be very happy you did. You're not going to be disappointed at all. And in knowing as well that you're buying from a true patriot company. And if you have any questions, you want to speak to somebody, or you want to speak to a real live person, you call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Again, use your promo code BARDS, and they will get you hooked up with a Patriot Pillow counselor. So again, mypillow.com forward slash BARDS, promo code BARDS. Well, Patriots, there's some normal crazy in our news, but I want to start out with this one. I find this very interesting. Now, you understand that this group that we are dealing with is all about inversion. It's all about mocking God and everything they do, and in so doing, mocking us for our stupidity, which we have a good amount of, and our willful compliance to their evil ways. And they do things right in our face intentionally so they can mock us, and then the idea behind their way of believing, I don't care whether you believe this or not, it's, it makes no difference with what I'm going to say, their way of believing is that when they do their spells, their sacrifices, their power, that they believe that when we use our free will and go along with them, that it magnifies their control and power over humanity. Now, my only comment to that always is when people say, well, that's just garbage, blah, 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 we've got Jesus. Okay, that's cool, except Jesus people aren't running the world because we've been too stupid to figure out how much power we have. So take a listen to this. National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences which is the Daytime Programming Sports Public Service Technology News and Documentary Awards Center, which was founded in 1957. The National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences recognizes excellence in TV with the coveted Emmy Award for News and Documentary Sports Daytime Public Service and Technology, NATAS, which operates independently of the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences in Los Angeles is dedicated to the advancement of the arts and sciences of television and the promotion of created leadership in artistic, educational, and technical achievements with these sectors of television industry. Now, you see, I need to go back to that point of inversion. What is N-A-T-A-S backwards? It is Satan. It is staring us in the face. If you're wondering where the power and the source of all of this is, This is literally, we are looking at it every day you get on the television, which was, by the way, designed to be a brain programming box. Satan, NA, National Academy Television Arts and Sciences. Remember, they believe in writing backwards and inversion and everything. It's part of their training. 
And there you have it. Right before you is Satan's little statement, their benchmark. And then you wonder why when you listen to these Emmy Awards, they're also such haters. They don't like God. They, they believe in child sex sacrifice, all that good stuff. Well, guess what? It's right there. Right before us the whole time, we didn't see it. Anyway, there is a small victory today in the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court reversed a lower decision on a Massachusetts gun law that stopped anyone convicted of a nonviolent misdemeanor from buying a handgun. The Supreme Court wants the case to be reconsidered by a lower court and focus on whether the text of the law is comp- compatible with the Second Amendment. Well, you know what's going to happen. Right? That's why I said small victories, because they're going to take it back to the liberal court. And the liberal court's going to go, oh, OK, let's reword it so it does work and it still prevents anybody from owning a gun. We, we're playing a lot of stupid games right now all over the place, and it's a lot of hand puppetry to keep us distracted from the main event, which is Eyes on Father. But that's going to be a hard one for everybody to get their head around because people keep wanting to migrate towards the belief that the politicians and the politics can all be solved by the vote in November. Good luck with that one. You, I, everyone should vote. I always say that. But, man, if you're putting your weight on that as the solution and you're not putting your weight on heaven, we've got a wrong place to do. John Quincy Adams wrote, duty is ours, results are God's. I think that puts things in proper perspective. Duty is ours, results are God's. And that's not God's plural. It is God as in possessive God. So... That is very important to comprehend in everything that we're facing because this is a crazy time. And if we aren't keeping our focus where it needs to be, we're going to slip. And of course, you've probably heard the Twitter stocks have soared again after Musk has Elon Musk, the uh, Starlink and AI dude, agrees to, to close the acquisition at the original price, which now prevented him from having to go to court, which is interesting in the midst of the worst credit market ever, it'll be interesting how all this plays out. But I am really not too clear on what that is. If you read the the a lot of the Patriot theories on this, Elon Musk has now become a white hat, and he's working with the Patriots to disarm the greatest propaganda tool of the deep state. I don't know. We'll see. I know that if Musk buys it, there's going to be a lot of liberals resigning at a protest, which will have zero effect because no one really cares. And other than the fact they'll be gainfully unemployed, which will not break my heart. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. It is time for us to pray. Father, we come to you today humbled and blessed for all that we have in an assembly of a fellowship that spans the globe. And we're grateful for this time. We're grateful for the hearts that turn to you, the eyes that are constantly on you. And we're grateful for those that have the discernment and eyes to see that the only way through this is to keep our eyes on you. Father, these are challenging times as a world that was built on the foundation of sand literally is crumbling around us. It's going to leave many in a state of fear, and even those that don't want to acknowledge it, there are many that are being affected by fear of the unknown. So, Father, we pray today, we begin our prayer today with a prayer for strength in heart and strength in resolve and 
all of that through the comfort and trust in you. We know very well that in this time, as pressures mount, as costs increase, as the base of our businesses and jobs seem to shrink and the salaries are becoming increasingly more in threat of what we're receiving and how we're going to afford bills, the tendency is to try to take the load on our own shoulders, to begin to look into the abyss and ask ourselves, what can I do? Rather than asking the correct question is, Father, how can I serve you better? Father, we just pray that we can have this awakening in the people's hearts to understand how easy this battle is to be won. It is not a complicated, nor is it a complex battle. It is a battle which can be won purely by us putting our eyes and trust fully on Jesus and to you, Father. Accepting Christ in our heart, being reborn as in the body of Christ. But Father, this is a time when fear unfortunately overcomes many's rational way of seeing the world. We pray for the disbursement of fear. We pray for the opening of eyes and the dropping of scales to see clearly what this is we're facing, to be very wary of accepting anything from the offering of the serpent, no matter what form it takes, to be very cautious about extending trust to institutions that supposedly will save us from a mess that they were all part of making. And most importantly, to take this accountability and responsibility in our lives, to own where we are in our part in it, to be accountable before you, seek repentance, and as a nation, humble ourselves before you, knowing that you and through you is the only way. Father, in these times, we are reminded of Romans 1, 22 to 32. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Therefore, God gave them over in the lusts of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonoring among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged the natural function for which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their heir. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but are also give hearty approval to those who practice them. 
Father, we hear these words and are reminded as we look around this world of a state that looks very similar. And so we place ourselves before you today humbly. We repent for the sins that we have done. And in so doing, we ask to be given the strength to rise again, to work with you and through you, to bring justice to this land, to be the doers, as we know that you are the solution to all things. Father, in this time of challenges, and, and there are many, we are in a time when we must be reminded again in John fourteen six, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. So let us be reminded of our relationship to you through Jesus, Father, the, the commitments made and the sacrifices made on our behalf to give us life, everlasting life but that our duty does not stop simply in our being reborn. But in fact, our duty just begins. That in the process of being reborn, it is now time to put works and faith together. That we must dig in. That we are literally behind enemy lines. And you've set us here for a task. A task to expand the kingdom. To disciple others. And to raise up an army through you and with you under the banner of Jesus. Father, these are times when people are afraid. Let us be the light to lift their burden and to point them in the direction of salvation through Jesus. Father, these are the times when people want to disregard the power of a spiritual war when it's all around them. Let us be that strength of reminder of what it is to walk truly under the banner of Christ and how through that we can endure things that no one else can. Let us be reminded that we have dominion over evil and that we can do greater works than he as long as we walk within him and through him. Father, we thank you for all the blessings given. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We need unbelievable strength and resolve in our Savior and through Christ to the Father. The five points that I shared as I traveled across the nation are so poignant. We have to become intimate in our walk with Jesus. We have to build that relationship with him that is true and living and active. It's not just enough to just pray and expect things to be fixed. We have to take an active role in this life of moving forward the kingdom. We need to pray for President Trump to be a repenting president in Christ. It's so important. And in so doing, We are going to, we are asking Father to lead a man to the right place to lead a nation in a repenting prayer that in a sense will change the world and literally be able to disarm the enemy. We need to sow seeds, both spiritually and physically, to get our hands dirty, to do so by growing food in our gardens, to start taking accountability for what we eat and how we acquire our food, to build community and in our neighborhoods and in the areas which we live to grow excess, to share and to break bread, to build spiritual bridges with one another. We need to nurture and take care of our and protect our children and our elderly. As we were once nurtured by our parents, we must nurture them in the end. We must reestablish the arc of life and we must heal first nations and last nations. We are one nation under God not one nation of one group of people and a bunch of other small nations around. 
We need to find the common ground to let set aside the blood rifts that have separated us that were not done by our hands, but were done by an engineer intentionally to keep us apart. And as an ad- addendum to all of this, to keep in mind a very important principle, no matter what your role is in the church, remember these words, the business of the church can get so big that the love of Jesus diminishes. Our focus is always on Christ, the love in Jesus, the love in Christ. And as we focus on that, we will continue to strive and to rise in great, great ways. Patriots, I read a statistic today, and I don't know if it's, you never know about stats. Stats can be thrown together. But I will tell you, this is a rather disturbing look at where we are on the world level in vaccinations, and it starts to give an insight if this is true. And this comes from Our World in Data, which was recently published a couple days ago. And if this is true, it kind of gives you the idea of why all of the vaccine push has been rescinded. Remember, they kept using that number 70%. Well, take a listen to these numbers. There have been apparently... 12.8 billion doses given of the vaccinations. Fully vaccinated across the globe is 4.95 billion. Percentage of the population fully vaccinated is 63.5%. That's what the stats say. China has effectively fully vaccinated 1.27 billion. India, 994 million. United States, 225 million. Brazil, 172 million. Indonesia, 171 million. These are disturbing numbers. And I I can't verify whether these are accurate, but I can tell you that it only must strengthen our resolve not to bend and bow into this cult that they're creating through a toxic substance that is ultimately modifying the DNA and adding technology into the body. All of those people there, whether they agree, accept it or not, have now become part of a transition to transhumanists. And that is indicative even in the latest advertising for boosters that you must update, get your booster to update your immune system. It's a disturbing sense of things and something we have to be very aware of. And in so doing, it's going to be a hard fight ahead no matter what we do. A few other good words for the day. This, comes, this is a quote by Dean Smith. There is a point in every contest when sitting on the sidelines is not an option. That's a true statement, and that's where we are. And then in another great post, there is a comment that says, Good morning, we are many. Truth, America, America 250, God wins. And the note underneath in handwritten sign says, But what can I do? I am just one person said 7 billion people. We have the numbers in this. This is what stuns me. We have the numbers to defeat this so easily. All we have to do is unify and stand and say no. But unfortunately, people believe the narrative that this minority of power-mongering, Satanist-worshipping freaks somehow have the power over us. And all of that centers back on just such a simple principle. It's the lack of trust, the lack of understanding of just how much power we were given and how much authority we were given 
over evil. Luke 10.19, Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. The question is, do you believe those words? It's red-letter language. It's not even disputable what they imply. It's red-letter language. But the question is, do you believe it? And do you believe it through Jesus? We can't stand alone in this fight. And that's the other thing that I've heard so much when I was traveling across the country is I feel alone. We're not alone. There is no aloneness when you're standing in Christ. You may be standing as an individual in the location where you are, but if you were there, it's because God put you there and God trusts in you. And that power right there to know that God has trusted in you for where you are should give you all sorts of courage and vigor to stand up to this evil and crush it. Our voice matters. Small voices shake the world. And it's a matter of whether we're really willing to trust in that and also trust in the soft voice of Father. If we're always talking and always telling ourselves this or that or the negative or we can't or I'm not important, how do you expect to hear the power of Father's voice? We have to sit quiet and learn to listen. We have two ears and one mouth for a good reason. And we need to learn to listen carefully to what he's saying. Because he's speaking clearly, and he's speaking boldly, but it's the soft and powerful voice that moves the mountains. Father is here, and we are each being placed on this metaphorical game board of war. And we are being placed there because he knows we need to be there and because he trusts in us. And when we embrace that, and we put ourselves truly under the banner of Christ, this army is unstoppable. There is no evil that can defeat us. And though the mountains may seem unclimbable, remember, you're not climbing them alone. God is leading you. God is pushing you. God is through you. And as you confront that mountain, it becomes nothing. It's just a way to climb. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. 
Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 